Well, good morning. Good morning. Just post Christmas Day, going into whoa, celebrating a new year, and um, I am cleaning out the room, getting out the old, getting rid of all of these clothes that I really can't fit. <laughs> Just to be honest, I can't fit these clothes. And and you know what? It's time to get a new wardrobe. So with that said. I'm literally cleaning out my closet. I mean, literally. I'm emptying it out. It's, it got to go. All this old stuff has to go. And I say, I'm going to invest in myself by acquiring um, a new wardrobe out of, my, out of my pay. I'm investing myself with clothes. And um, that's that's the new part of my own self-care, taking care of myself. And uh, I guess I'm going to, I want to share that part. I also have a message that I'm going to come back. And I feel, I was talking out loud, it's like by me moving around, speaking out loud some things that needs to be, Um, touched on, especially with the city, you know, and with all these programs that they had, and because they have to finalize their budget, and they really see that they have taken on more than what they have taken on, uh, funds that was allocated to help the people, I could say, I guess about 25% of them funds did not really help the people, I really don't know, I'm, I'm just... All right, you guys, I forgot to put the do not disturb on my um, phone. And so if a call come in, it's going to hang it up. And with that said, as I was sharing, yeah, I'm in here doing the closet. I cleaned up everything last week so I can be able to cook with confidence, knowing that the kitchen clean, the bathroom clean, the living room clean, everything is in order. The little off my office space. I got to do that, but that's through the week. So that really wasn't high priority. The main thing was to make sure that everything is straight. I'm kind of old school, and that's what we did. Before we did any major cooking, we made sure the house was immaculate. Everything had to be clean, all the way to the baseboard, you guys. That's right. Dr. D got on her knees and cleaned the baseboard. Yes. <laughs> cleaned that stove real good. The refrigerator, my daughter had came over. And she said, what, mom, they gave you a new stove? I said, no, I just cleaned it. <laughs> it was like, whoa, okay, I see where this is going. So now, you guys, I'm in the closet. And, oh, my gosh, I mean, to be honest with you, I got stuff everywhere. But in the midst of it, you know, I have my bug out bags. I need to make sure I have nothing in there perishable. Um but I do have that in place, so I gotta put that over in another area in a pantry, you know, in case we gotta go, you know. Remember I went through that little uh, scenario. I guess I'm gonna pull some of that stuff up. And so on New Year's Eve, going into 
the New Year's Day, I'm going to repost a lot of episodes that was done that can help um, educate and enlighten um, the newcomers. We have a lot of new listening audience. I appreciate you guys. And some things go all the way back. So I'm going to bring them up to the forefront so you can see, hey, you won't miss anything. I did a lot of teaching, not only for business, but for sicknesses, uh, also a cancer survival. I'm also um, a, a, a domestic violence thriver and just some some help to sustain individuals' mindset. Right now, the world is going through a mental anguish with all this back and forth, back and forth, and they need hope. Dr. D here is to give you hope. Hope to sustain your life. Hope to tell the devil, get out of the way. The evil wickedness. You know, we, we see the movies and we got like the devil coming, like in a cartoon or whatever. No, but this is a principality. This is an invisible being that is going to and fro, roaring like a lion. That's all he could do is yap, 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 yap. But if there's a personality that's open that have not disciplined themselves, that's right, self-discipline, maintain and build their character properly they are open for the evil works of the enemy and god calls that iniquity god calls that rebellion and we have to be able to identify because in the innocence just by hearing people speak and by me counseling individuals some people really are innocently don't even know they're clueless they're like huh that's impossible Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It is possible that you can be influenced by the evil one and not even know it. And so when you bring this knowledge to the forefront where they can start like being aware or be more alert, then that this this um, diminish the very access to them and they can recognize. Oh, wait a minute. That is not of God. Why is they talking like that? Why is they speaking to me like that? No, 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 no. You see what I'm saying? So even with that, I'm going to share a lot of that through the end of the week going into the new year. I really appreciate all my listening audience. We are, we made four years old. um, November 17th. So this week, we, we, we. are going into wait, we made five years old or four years old. <laughs> I'm still trying to understand what's happening here. I believe we're going on five years old, and so that means it's the fifth season we're entering into, right? And that's powerful. I'm excited that we lasted that long and still going strong, still be able to do better things. And so, with that. I want to just say Merry Christmas to all of you guys. I pray y'all had a wonderful day. We did our celebration and I was so tired. Forgive me. I was supposed to record us having a good time. But guess what? Dr. D was so tired because I had came straight from work, started cooking up all that morning and 
I was out of it. I just got to confess, I was out of it. Didn't really get the proper sleep. So by the time that evening came and made it over there to my daughter after cooking the gumbo, which was delicious, I was just done. I missed all the festivity. I went in my daughter's room and I went to sleep. <laughs> and then it was my granddaughter's birthday, so I I heard of I couldn't move. Mama, we about to say hello, happy birthday to me. <laughs> I couldn't even move. And I could hear, Mom, my mom's asleep. <laughs> I think she's tired. <laughs> and she just don't know. Yes, my mom was tired. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and finish this up, you guys. Just want to say hi. Love you guys. Pray everything was okay. We did have some some little uh, mishaps happening. I got some emails that some people passed on and my heart goes out to them. I pray for their family and comfort. I, I really understand and I and I, I could not imagine, you know, I would imagine my dad being gone and then had went through that little process but now, you know, how people say, oh, it's big different boy when mom gone, it's a different you know what, I kind of felt that this week y'all yeah, I was like, wow, mom's not here, Lord. It's just a different Christmas now. You know, so, yeah, because it's still fresh, you know, and I'm like, whoa, this is so unbelievable. But anyway, she always going to be in our hearts and spirits. We're going to always lift up the things that she taught us, you know, and our our family members, they never leave us. Their body is gone, but their spirit is still alive and well, especially if they died in Christ. Yahshua HaMashiach. You know, God sent him to redeem us, you guys. So going into this new year, get take some time and go walk and just talk to the heavens. Talk to the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Talk to, you know, I hear a lot of people, I talk to my ancestors. Okay, but your ancestors still talk to God. Duh. Don't, don't, I'm not going to fall into all these cliches and all these different things. I'm going to stick with what works for me. All right. And I know it's a true and living God. I know people came in and manipulated the Bible. They took stuff out. But I do know they have many other books. I've ordered the other books of my Chastadek. I'm definitely going to read the book of remembrance because that is in the Bible. You know, so, hey, the word of God also tell us, you know, we got to search a matter out. Kings and queens search a matter out before they make any judgment upon anything. So I hear people say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, okay, so what's going on on the other side? What are they saying? Let me hear both sides, right? And let's line this up according to the word of God, like Solomon did with the two mothers. You know, one mother suffocated her child, killed her child, and took the other baby and said it was the other mother. So the true mother came up. How? Because the true mother said, have mercy. She can have the baby. She wanted to spare his life. The other mother didn't care. Why? Because hers was already gone. Whoa. So you can always can tell who's legit and who's not by the compassion and the mercy that they show. Whoa, I just gave y'all some powerful nuggets right there. You really want to judge a person's character? Let's see how much compassion and mercy they have towards an individual. That's a sure sign that the Spirit of God do not live in them. And I always tell people, karma is real. That's the word that people use, but God said it himself. Out of Galatians 5, he said, God will not back. 
God will not be mocked. Whatsoever man soweth that thing, he shall reap. She shall reap it. Now, we don't know how they're going to reap it. That's not for us to make judgment on that. God only knows what touch a man and woman's heart that could break them down on their knees and pull them apart. Only God knows how what it's going to take to change that whole person mindset character. You know, only God knows the intent of a man's heart because our heart is very wicked. It's coming out of Jeremiah, I believe it's uh, 17, <laughs> 17, 9, I think. Only God knows. The heart is desperately wicked, y'all. You know, and I can really confess that because when things get done to us, man, that evilness pop up quick. We telling you all kind of things you could do and say and how to treat them and what to do. And then the Holy Spirit come in and say, calm down, take a deep breath. I know you're upset. I know that hurts you tremendously. I know you gave your last. I know you did this out of a pure heart to be a blessing to that individual. I saw it all. But I need you to calm down. And the Holy Spirit will come in your life, calm you down, right? And begin to show you other opportunities that he has for you to leave that alone. Let him deal with it. Daddy, Papa, Abba, he going to deal with it, y'all. He ain't forgot about you like I shared in the last message and I'm gone. The last episode. God is not... Uh, clueless of your pain he see your hurt he felt what you felt he saw what they did they saw that he saw how they spoke to you and how they treated you they prejudged you on the spot and didn't have the opportunity for you to say a word god saw it all but at the end of the day you are god's child and you got to have a faith to know that going into this new season 2022 you're going to have to trust him like never before. You literally got to walk by faith and not by sight. You have to. It's imperative in this season that we trust God with all our hearts, with all our soul. That soul is that mind that will help your will and control your emotions. Come on now. If you get those three in order, nothing won't shake you. You'll be unstoppable unstoppable fearless come on now why because you know god got your back and yeah they're gonna have people trying to throw the word at you but god got me too yeah 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 you ain't the only one that can hear from god oh i always say that lord have mercy well i didn't say i was the only one that can hear from god but i tell you what i allow his mercy and his grace to overshadow me to have mercy and if i can't do anything I can't do anything. But the thing about it, I found that when people reach out to you and you ask them to do certain stuff, they don't follow instructions. But they're still begging. They're still saying, oh, I need this, I need that. Okay, I'm trying to help you, sweetheart, but I need this. How can I get your help if you don't tell answer the questions that I'm sending you? You have children, yes. Okay, I need to know. How many boys? How many girls? What's their age group? I just need an email address so that people can send you an email. I don't need to know what's going on. But what I get? I get a reply. Oh, I need gas money. I need that. Okay, so you just really need money. All right. But I can't help you. I can't help you with money. I don't have money. 
<laughs> All right? Faith is my currency. And whatever I need, I get on my knees. And sometimes I just walk. Okay, Daddy, this you see what's going on. I need this, this, this. But your word say you will supply my needs according to your riches and glory. So you already see this coming. You're going to provide a way for it. I thank you that it's done already. In Yahshua's name, amen. You are Jehovah Jireh in my life. And I leave it like that. Then I start thanking him. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. That all bills are paid. It don't matter if you got that vision notice on the door. That's the fact. But what's your faith? You got to have faith to know that God going to turn that situation around. One time, I remember going on Facebook Live. And really, I was really at my bottom. I really was. I was at my bottom. People didn't even know it. And I asked my Facebook friends to help me at least five. If everybody could have helped me and just gave $5, y'all, even $3, because that adds up. I asked for $5 to help me pay my office rent because I was at my ends meet. I was, I didn't have anything. And I was during the time going through Hurricane Harvey. So with that, you know, businesses got flooded out. Jobs, you couldn't get to your job. The jobs, whatever areas closed down. It was something like what they did with COVID. They shut everything down. But this time, it was it was just it was just worse. And y'all know, I think only four people gave. Four people gave, y'all. I have 80,000 listeners, right? I've given out thousands of dollars of insight and consultation and knowledge and a whole bunch of nuggets that have helped so many people. Facebook, ministry, and I just asked for $5. One time, Facebook Live. And all of that, I believe I, I was able to, all together, I think I had got $175. And was very grateful. Very grateful, but God was showing me something. People don't care about your struggle. They just want to see how much they can get from you. So they won't struggle. And with that said... You guys, I have my own timestamps from PayPal where I've sent people money. More than $5. Giving to ministries. Giving all type. And the, and the main people I tagged was the ones that I supported. That I gave them not only my time, but my money. See, I don't just support people, you guys. I don't just support people by, oh, I'm going to pray for you. No, Danielle, Dr. D., Support people with her time, with her resources, with her finances, with her capabilities of helping with in other areas to connect with marketing and whatever. I support the whole uh, Kabuda, as you say. You don't get no half support from Dr. D. And out of all those people that I tag, that I helped during that time, right? I think only one person sent me a donation and not only that 
the donation had a, a, a attachment to it stating that, because it was one of my urban management group clients, and say, can you deduct this from our service so when that come, we only pay this? I was like, whoa, okay, fine. I did it. So, in so many words, it really wasn't a donation, but I did need it at that time, and I appreciated it. Then I deducted it from, then the next year, I deducted that from the um, business account, and then they didn't return. I don't know if they felt like, oh, we don't need to be part of a person if they're asking for money. What kind of business they're doing? I don't know, but I tell you one thing, the struggle is real. When that's your only, my, see, my business is my only livelihood, you guys. I literally depend by faith on my business. My my business support my ministry. And even with that, God has elevated that. And we have some more resources coming in to be able to support the ministry because of we restructuring. So I'm sharing all this, you guys, to let y'all know that this ain't no fake Jake situation going on here. So, I love giving. I'm going to keep on giving because that's what God gave me to do. But I'm being wise with it going into the new year and forward. And I've I've expanded my knowledge and understanding and getting clarity on certain functionalities of not only the nonprofit and the business. So, I'm doing better with that. And people just see you on the outer. They don't care if you're struggling. They just want to get what they can get from you and keep on going. And you do not need those type of individuals in your life. You don't. So I'm saying all this to say that things we have learned, things, uh, situations and circumstances that you encountered in these past three years... And I'm going to say past three years because people was going through in 2019, entering in 2020, before COVID hit. And then that just was like a domino effect. And, and some, like I was sharing uh, to some, with someone, some, the, the politicians just make it seem like because they're just signing bills and dispersing money to different states. Those states dispersing money to communities and communities have their organizations. And these particular organizations, they are not really, they're doing the best that they can. But with that say, it's still not reaching the people. It's too much trickling down. By the time it trickles down to the people, they have no more funds. Everybody trying to get a piece of the pie before the pie is really eaten by who it was created to be given to. So I'm, a, I'm at a state right now that I'm excited what God is doing. Abba is revealing some things. He has really, really opened up so much. I appreciate the listening audience. I appreciate you guys. And still with that, we have so many activities coming forth, so many um, opportunities and platforms to be on, and I want you to be a part of it. And I am not the one to really come on here and be 
um, begging. That's why I brought that up. No, no. I'm here to share with you guys. And the support that you give is to help support the platforms that I come on. And it goes straight to the... Excuse me. It goes straight to those platforms. Yeah. I'm excited about it too. Okay. And so with that... I'm going to tune off, sign off. I want you all to do the same. See what needs to be changed going into 2022. We do this. Ooh, Lord, I got the hiccups. Excuse me. Y'all know we go through this every year. But it's like it's special this year. And I I want you guys to really um, pat yourself on the back. Hey, you made it. You made it, you guys. Yeah, we lost some loved ones, but you made it. You know what I'm saying? And they are still with you. Okay? Don't be too hard on yourself. You know, some grieve different from others. Allow yourself to grieve. Allow yourself to have fun. Allow yourself to enjoy the fruit of your labor that you know God gave you um, your gifts and your talents to enjoy. And use wisdom now. Use wisdom. As I as I enter in before I started sharing about using the Facebook and the platforms to express a need. Um, I know, I know everybody is not for you. Everybody's trolls on your line, but you don't live by the social media, okay? You don't live by the social media. You don't live by the television. You live by the very words of God. Man should not live by brave physical food alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. What are the words that proceed out of the mouth of God? Wait a minute. What you mean, Dr. D? God speaking, so how can I hear his word? It's through the Bible, the word of God. He said, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. What words are you hearing? Are they fate words or fear words? Because right now the society is full of fear. Everything is projected on fear. So you got to peel yourself through that, you guys, and operate in faith. Okay? Operate in faith. Teach your children little small things so they can start building up their faith and trust in the unseen God. Who wants to be your Abba Father. Papa, you can call his Papa, God, Daddy, whatever you want to call him. Make sure you're calling him with love and not disrespect. Honor him. Honor the Lord thy God. Okay? I love you. Peace. I'm out. God bless you. Merry Christmas. All right? And I'll, t- I'll chime in with you guys later. Go and clean them closets if you have to. Because I'm about to go up in there like a whirlwind. <laughs> later. What's up, what's up, what's up, Anchor family, this is Dr. D in the house. And so we are on the third day of Kwanzaa. So I'm going to go back over the first day and the second day since my post did not post. <laughs> or I did not send my post. And yes, 
Uh, I'm just learning how to really celebrate Kwanzaa. And uh, I really never incorporated this celebration with my family, my children, because I just didn't understand it. Uh, we, uh, we are always taught. It seems like certain things are taught one way. That's why I advise people to branch out. Go in and read. Read, explore, travel. Go in and, and experience other cultures. Experience other countries. Because when that happens, it does something to your psyche. And I believe God fixed it that way so we can stay connected to everything. And when that happens certain elements open up to you and I'm telling you it is just such a blessing now on the first day of Kwanzaa which was Tuesday okay right after Christmas we start celebrating it and this is the day that we recognize the need for unity in our community in order to overcome the obstacles that stand in our path well we all know about that especially the black community Okay, um, we always did have obstacles, and one thing that I know for a fact, I have been told this by other nationalities, that as a black people, we are, uh, other nationalities are intimidated by us. It may not seem like it, but if, just check it out. Um, we are stronger, and it's the truth. We can overcome anything and keep on going. You can give us a little and we'll make much. Come on now. Don't that really sound like we are the true Israelites? We are the children of the Most High God. We are His chosen people. Come on now. Now, I'm not saying here trying to start no kind of race war. I'm just going about what what's going on in the Bible and what's going on today. We know all, all nationalities have their little wall. You have the Koreans against the China. China. You have the Vietnamese against China. Uh, the Chinese. You have the the Indians. They have certain type of Indians. Don't mess with the other type of Indian. They always have these um, social clashes. And that's just the way it was from the day of beginning because look at Cain and Abel. It started from the beginning, y'all. So, yes, we're going to have the clashes. However, for each community, we have to learn how to take care of ourselves. I really miss home. I really miss growing up in Algiers in New Orleans because that neighborhood, that street, we lived on Pacific Avenue, and that street, we had at least a, 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 a that block radius, and every home was filled, and everyone was homeowners, okay? Listen to me good. And we was African-Americans. They had like maybe two or three Caucasians that was in the block. Um, but we still, we was like family. Everybody took care of everybody. Nobody didn't went without. You know, at that time, I remember the man dropping off the milk on the stairs in the glass. That's, that, that, you see what I'm saying? I'm telling you how old I am, which I'm proud on my age. Uh, I remember we had our garden in the back. I, I don't... To be honest with you, I really didn't remember going to the store and shop for groceries like we do now because everything was in the backyard. One thing I remember, my dad, my stepdad, I was raised with my stepdad, and he was uh, a hunter. 
So we had like these two big deep freezers, right? And he'll go hunt. We had deer, lamb, and then he was partnering with somebody else. They had the cow. We had our beef, and we brought it home. And once he did the cleaning or whatever, mom, me, moms, you know, the girls were in the kitchen. We chopped that up and, and packed it and freezed it for real. And everybody in the neighborhood had meat. That's how the community was back then, and this is what we need to get back to so we can survive because I'm telling y'all, they're killing us. They're killing us with the food, with the education. They're killing us. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Dr. D, peace.